Good morning, everybody. Uh, I would like you to introduce to you this morning Pastor Mark. Many of you have heard us as a team in Francine Foundation speak over the past number of years about Pastor Mark. And hopefully by the end of the service this morning, you will get a feeling of how he has given us a passion for the work in India and that uh, why we are so enthused when we come back and that we have spent time with him and his team for two weeks. But before Mark comes to, I would like to ask Angela to come and uh, read God's Word to us. Okay, our reading is from Matthew chapter 21, verses 28 to 31, and can be found on page 989 on your pew Bibles. The parable of the two sons. What do you think? There was a man who had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work today in the vineyard. I will not, he answered. But later he changed his mind and went. Then the father went to the other son and said the same thing. He answered, I will, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did what his father wanted? The first, they answered. Jesus said to them, truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God ahead of you. And may God add his blessing to the reading of his word. Amen. So please give a good warm high court welcome to Pastor Mark J. Akimar, uh, as he comes up now. Thank you for that uh, wonderful, powerful clap offering. And that is for Jesus. And um, thank you, Francina Foundation, uh, for, you know, having me come first time to UK and especially to Northern Ireland. It is so wonderful. It's just like putting the fridge in the 35 degree and I am in the fridge. That's Northern Ireland, I explain it. But I'm so thankful to partnership of Francine Foundation. And I thank you for High Kirk for giving me this opportunity to minister the Word of God. I had a wonderful privilege of spending maybe an hour of fiery uh, you know, conversation with your minister, Norman. And somehow I made it that he should come to India with Francina Foundation, and thank God, praise God. There is a word for this church. I have been here last Sunday, and then on Friday, and as I was sitting over here, I had three words that God gave to me for the congregation here, for everyone. This is a missional church. I know my message is being recorded, so you can hear later. It's expect unimaginable. Don't limit God. And be bold for Jesus. That's it. Praise God. So, 
This morning from the passage that has been read to you, uh, this passage, the context about this passage is to show the rebelliousness of Jews. Jesus speaks three parables and this parable is one of those. Now, here in this parable, there is a, uh, sorry, yeah, there is a uh, father and two sons, and for his first son, father says, you go to my vineyard, and he says no, but he goes. Then we see the father tells to his second son, You go to my vineyard, he says, I will go, then he doesn't go. So, what message do we get here for such a time as this? Go to my vineyard talks about missional work that's a responsibility of every child of God, irrespective of color, language, which country we live in. If we truly are saved God's children, We need to have the passion instead of fashions, meaning follow trend of this world. We need to carry our serving towels instead of material levels. Two sons, which means we are all God's children. We need to reach out to people, whether to our family member, that's our Judea, and neighbor, that's our Samaria, and in other part of the world, but we see two kinds of God's children, and that is my title this morning. Oh, sorry, I'm maybe, yeah, okay. That's my title this morning. I don't get the title, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. Go Christian or no Christian. What is the meaning of go, no, no Christian and go Christian? No Christians are caretakers. These are Christians just take care of themselves and never grow and never get involved with missionary work. Undertakers, they are undertakers. These are Christians that are going under. They know it is just a matter of time. And they want fruit immediately. These are no Christians. Uh, several years ago, God calls me to a village. No, 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 no gospel has been preached. There were three temples that were behind me and God calls me and my wife and my team and we go there starting preaching to gospel, preaching the gospel. As we were preaching, we had only few dogs come as I was preaching. But the Lord said, come on, don't give up, preach. I want you to be here. And sometimes we look for an immediate fruit. That's why many Christians do not want to go. But through this story, I'm encouraging every one of you, become go Christian. Now, as I was preaching, there were few people who started coming and they started listening to God's word. It was about 50 people who were hearing the God's word. And immediately as I was preaching 15 minutes after, there comes about four people and one of the young men said, hey, you young man, Mark, I heard about your name. 
you have come here to my village this is the hindu dominated village and you are not supposed to come here he asked me like i heard that you are coming here every thursday i said to him yes he told me next week i don't want you to come if you come we will break your leg that's what he told so i wanted to just double check i went to prayer with my prayer group we started praying we declared three days of fasting prayer we started praying and the lord said you have to go the holy spirit told me you have to go i have people there i said lord they are going to break my leg the lord told me in prayer don't dictate me just say i will do your will lord so i go with my wife and my team and i started preaching for sure the four people are coming and this one guy who told me who is going to break my leg he had the metal iron rod and then he was coming on his way i knew they were going to break my leg but the holy spirit told me come on keep preaching don't focus on the problem just focus on the people keep preaching and as i was keep preaching he started coming he started shouting i want to kill this mark i want to break his leg the lord told me come on pray this authoritative prayer i said in the name of jesus let your eyes be blinded <laughs> he comes in the middle of me and people he said where is this mark i cannot see him come on when you go to the mission you have the authority of jesus jesus said i have given you the authority and so this man goes 15 years later i got a phone call and he said his name and he asked me are you mark jayakumar i told him yes and he asked me do you remember me i told him no do you remember the village i told him yes do you remember he, you came to preach there and those four guys and one of the guys said that he is going to break your leg i said yes 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 i remember he told i am that guy who wanted to break your leg but the story doesn't end there he said i went to my home 15 years before when you blinded my eyes in jesus name and i prayed to jesus jesus if you are real god open my eyes give me my sight and jesus gave him sight and he told now i have become the associate director of india bible league and i preach the gospel everywhere come on give a clap offering to jesus come on who are go christians go christians share and splash jesus everywhere they go and they are risk takers the church was built by risk takers god rarely gives directions until you start moving go and he will show it it requires risk to move forward so when we go to the missions what happens three things happen when we go to the mission let's read um uh romans chapter 10 verse 14 and 15 it says how then will they call out to him whom they have not believed and how will they believe in him whom they have not heard and how will they hear without a preacher and how will they preach unless they are sent as it is written how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings to to uh, tell the good things now here we see that how will they preach unless they are sent in jesus mission there were people who were praying and there were people who were supporting him financially and in the homes giving food 
and there were people who went with Jesus. Now, when Bible says go, that means you can pray for the missions, you can literally support the missions, and you can go yourself. So, if God has called you to pray, pray. If God has called you to financially support the missions, support. If God has called you to go, please go. But don't be silent. Don't see that you are not involved with anything. Get involved in the missions. That is what the Lord is encouraging every one of you. My wife, Francine, she, you know, we were married for 25 years. And then nearly for 22 years, she was at home building the children, caring for children. And she was sending me. And you will see what all the things the Lord has done through us in the missions in the land of India. So three things I am going to tell you this morning that happens when you go to the missions. Number one, when we go to the mission, sorry, yeah, people hear the gospel and are saved. I was raised up in a Christian orphanage that is known as World Mission to Children. And I was raised up there for 18 years. And then I had a big dream that I want to make a big name. I wanted to have a, a, you know, a PhD and I wanted to become a professor of university. That was my dream. But in the 10th grade, I failed in one mark and then my dream was shattered. I remember I was in the farm room, I was just crying because my dream shattered and I was put to shame among everyone and I heard an audible voice from Jesus. Jesus said, Mark, I have your one mark. If you give your life to me, my dream is greater and bigger than your dream. Will you be able to go? So I went to the Bible school in the uh, capital of India. I studied over there for four years, did my bachelor in theology. I you know, accumulated a lot of books and everything. And I thought that I will go with all these books and reach out to people. But one day all was stolen. <laughs> and the Lord said, you have only the Bible, just go. As I was praying, it was in, written in front of me in golden letters, Chelikere, Bangalore. I didn't know anything about this village. This village is surrounded by Hindu idols. And this village had open wells where people came and killed themselves fully dark. And the Lord said, you have to go. I had few pairs of clothes in, in the box and I had less than a pound. I go to this village unknown. I, I was not known by anybody and I didn't know anybody. God calls me to this village. Midnight, 12 o'clock, I go to that village. I prayed this prayer. Lord, if you have called me to this village, if you want me to make a difference in this village, Lord, I don't want to sleep in the street. You speak to someone that they will give me house. I remember I just, you know, God, uh, you know, uh, directed my step to a Hindu man, a radical Hindu man. He was fully drunk. He had his wife and four children. When I knocked at his door, he opened his door and he asked me, what's your name? I told him, Mark Jayakumar. And he asked me, who are you? I told him, I am an ambassador of Jesus Christ. And he asked me, what are you here for? I told him, I am here to preach the gospel. And he asked me, what do you need? I told him, I need your house. He said, this is so strange, Mark. Okay, so I will give you a house. Long story short, I started preaching the gospel everywhere I go. Then I 
you know, at the end of the first year, there was only one woman saved, and she was my Sunday morning congregation. And the second year, I married my wife, Francina, and she was my second member in the congregation. For nearly for two years, I preached only two of them, but it was one and a half hour worship, and then one and a half hour preaching. I remember I go with my wife to a neighbor village, and I started praying to people. I prayed to one small child, the next day he dies. Then again, I prayed to one more person, he dies. Five people died in a month. But today, I, you know, if I pray, you will not die. That was just a test. Come on. That day I went through the test. I have a testimony. Come on. <laughs> the Lord told me, don't give up, Mark. Don't give up. One day I remember, in the night, myself and my wife were praying, Lord, what do you want us to do here? And we heard a knock at the door. People started coming and asking, pray for us, Mark. Pray for us, Francina. Pray for us, Mark. And the Lord told, Mark, now you have your PhD. I asked Lord, what? What is that PhD? The Lord told, preaching, healing, deliverance. We started praying for people. People got healed and delivered. Guess what? Now, in that village, we have a congregation of more than 600 people. That's where Francina Foundation has come and ministered. Am I right, Ewell and Gary and the whole thing? Praise God. When we go, people hear the gospel and are saved. The second one. Matthew chapter 28, 17 to 20. And when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted and Jesus came and spoke to them saying, don't doubt. The Lord is telling Highkirk, don't doubt. All power is given to me in heaven and earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you. And see, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Second thing, people become disciples and disciples increase. When it talks about go and make disciples, there is three steps. It's make friendship, build relationship, make discipleship. I thank God for, you know, uh, Francina Foundation uh, that the Lord brought us, uh, sorry, uh, where am I? <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, yeah. Sorry, oh, yes, okay. Yeah, Francina Foundation, and I thank God for their serving, submissiveness, and honoring culture, culture and very passionate. Thank you, High Kirk, and everyone who pray for them and support for them and sending them on our way. I have Ewell uh, and Hazel and Maurice and Lorraine. Lorraine was a woman of God, and Gary and Jennifer, Andy and Ruth, Albert, Robert, Angela, Paula, Trevor, Allison and Margaret, and Keith. God brought us Francina Foundation on our way, 2015. 1993, when I was having my devotion, uh, uh, you know, 4.30 in the morning, God spoke to me. From Zechariah chapter 6, verse 15, the Lord spoke to me. People from faraway country will come and help you build the house of God. 
This will happen if you obey the Lord. 2015, miraculously, the Lord brought Francina Foundation to partner with Razor Pace. And uh, these are some of the things uh, the Francina Foundation, when they came in partnership with us, what they did and how they impacted India for Christ, especially Bangalore. You can see, uh, <clears throat> it's not working, I'm sorry. Okay, you can see completion of children play area, and you can see generator. We didn't have power many times for children to have water, so thank God for the generator that Francina Foundation helped us to have. Children didn't have hot water. Here I'm having hot water every time to take shower, praise God. And then we have the solar water heater that is built for us. And then we have uh, school books and stationery. Children didn't have proper, uh, you know, school facility uh, to, for their stationery and all. Francina Foundation with their finances and support helping us to upgrade. And then we have the chicken coop. We have bunk cots. Children were sleeping on the floor. Come on. But the Lord brought Francina Foundation to impact these children. And, you know, they, they really praise God for this. And then we have uh, uh, ministering to children by the team, like crafts and everything. Children enjoy that. And then we have Dosa Camp Outreach. It's an India pancake uh, outreach that, first of all, we preach the gospel. And then we share the Dosa Camp. This year, we had about 600 people. That built a friendship in the community. Every year I had to uh, inform the police that, uh, you know, Francina Foundation and the team came. I had to take their passport and visa. And guess what happened? This year when I talked to the police inspector, he said, Mark, I don't need. I asked him why. He told like, Mark, the food kits that was provided by you, you told Francina Foundation helped about three years ago. And those white guys, they helped you to get this food kit to police station? I said, yes. And he said, I don't need their passport and visa. They have a favor. Let them come and impact the community because they are doing so many good things to community. That's the relationship and the friendship that has been built so that we can preach the gospel. And also, we have the Christmas celebration. Children have wonderful things for the Christmas because of the Lord brought Francina Foundation to sponsor us and help us. And we have Rose of Sharon. That's a big building project that has been built for us. I will just tell you what we are doing in that. We had very little until 2015. I remember when we built the children's home, we had about 80 children. We have raised more than 800 children, and we are raising more children. One day, I remember in 2010, we had a Christmas celebration. We had children opening their presents, and one child asked me, Papa, they called me Appa, and they asked me like, Appa, we don't have Christmas cake. I told child, Children, it's very difficult for us to travel two hours and come two hours. By the time, you will be tired. So it's very difficult to get a cat. They, you know, children over there, they had to wait for one piece of cake for Christmas. Then again, the following year, that was the scarcity and that was our financial, you know, uh, lack that we had. And I remember one of the child prayed, Jesus Give us cake. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. That's a simple prayer. 
Sometimes you need that simple prayer, simple faith in God. Come on. You just have to, you know, depend upon the word of God and don't limit God. The child prayed, Jesus, we need cake. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Guess what? Five minutes after that prayer, a political leader, she comes with a big box, cake in the box, and she said, Pastor Mark, something nudged me five minutes back. Something told me to go and take this cake to your children. And she brought this cake to our children. That's the way we had lackness. But when Francina Foundation came and they started sponsoring and supporting the children home, we have plenty. Praise God. Let's all give clap to Francina Foundation. Thank you, Heikert, for doing that. You saw the Rose of Sharon. The Rose of Sharon building is built mainly to rescue women and girls. I will not go deep into that. And guess what? During the days of these girls are captured, captivated by a gang leaders, gang women leader. They did not allow them to come to this Rose of Sharon. But three years back and two years back, we had Francina Foundation helping us to take this food kits to them, to the gang leaders. We gave them. And guess what? Now the gang leaders, they send the women and girls to us. And that's what we are doing in Rose of Sharon. And we are helping these girls to receive the gospel and training. And they are transformed. And they go back transformed life. And the last one. When we go, what happens? When we go, Revelation chapter 7, verse 9 and 10. After this, I looked and saw a great crowd, which no man could number, of all nations and all tribes and all people and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, dressed in white robes, with palm branches in their hands. What they say? And they cried out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. When we go, what happens? You, pop, you populate heaven and you depopulate hell. Come on, praise God. We have uh, Francina Foundation did so many other things like online Bible training uh, for, to help us to train pastors and we had COVID relief works and also we have Francina Foundation helped us to build uh, churches. Uh, now we are on to the third church and we need to build another three churches and um, I want to tell you two stories very quick, and I'm going to finish here. The impact of the Francina Foundation, everyone who are praying, and even this church that is helping them and praying for them, and uh, everyone who are sending them, I want to tell you, you have a great reward in heaven. You will see number of people that you cannot even count will be in heaven and thanking you, and thanking you, and you will say like, what we did, we didn't, you, we didn't preach the gospel. And the Lord will remind them to tell you. And the Lord will remind you too that you prayed. Heikert, you prayed and you gave your finances to impact their life. That's how Bible says people from all nations will come and worship the Lord. I will tell you one story. There is a one church and the pastor and the congregation was just 50 worshiping under the tree. After Francina Foundation came and built this huge church, we have now 200 people worshiping the Lord in that church. Guess what happened? One man, he's a priest, Hindu priest in that temple. He got saved and he's coming and worshiping the Lord in this church. I really thank God for 
every one of you praying for Francina Foundation, and thank you, Francina Foundation, and thank you, High Court. In conclusion, will you become go Christian instead of no Christian? I am encouraging young adults also to join the team, Francina Foundation, to come to India and make an impact. I want to tell you, when you go to missions, you will have mind-boggling. You will have unimaginable results in your family, in your life, and in eternity. God will do amazing things for every one of you. Let me pray. Gracious God, our Emily Father, we thank you so much, Lord. Help everyone over here, Lord, that we will become go-Christian. Not no Christian, but go-Christian. And Lord Jesus, I thank you for Francina Foundation and thank you for High Kirk and for all the members who are praying and sending them and going, Lord. I pray that your anointing will rest upon each and every one, Lord. And Lord, ignite that passion, that fire in them. Your heartbeat is souls, Lord. That everyone over here, if there is anybody who has not yet involved in the mission, Lord, this morning after hearing this message, I pray that ignite that fire. And also, Lord Jesus, I pray anybody over here who has come newly today, that they will find peace and joy and happiness in Jesus. That they will become disciple of Jesus and they will go back and make disciples in the nation. Lord, I give all the honor and glory unto your name. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.